Coming up, some record-breaking comebacks and dramatic finishes in Week 15. This is Locked On Game to Game NFL. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You are listening to Locked On Game to Game NFL local experts taking you from game to game in week 15 of the NFL season. I am your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. It was a wild, unbelievable, unless you saw it, finish in Las Vegas. Situational football comes back to bite Bill Belichick's team as the Raiders got the dramatic win. Locked On Patriots tries to make sense of everything post-game. Anything that could go wrong did go wrong for the New England Patriots in the closing moments of their 30-24 to loss to the Las Vegas Raiders in Week 15. That's dropping to 7-7 seven and seven on the season and are looking pretty precarious right now in terms of trying to secure a playoff spot. I'm Mike DeBate, host of Locked On Patriots, and inexplicably and unnecessarily, the Patriots tried to lateral their way to a victory over the Raiders with the game tied at 24, but... The lateral from Jacoby Myers to Mac Jones did not go the way the Patriots hoped it would. Unfortunately, it was another Jones taking over. Chandler Jones picking it off, returning it 48 yards for the touchdown and giving the Raiders the win. But this one went a lot deeper than just that final play. Special teams breakdowns, including an egregious blocked punt at the end of the first half. Defensive breakdowns in the final two series for the Las Vegas Raiders allowed a controversial call to put this one over the top in a touchdown by Keelan Cole that some will argue was not a touchdown. But bottom line, the Patriots could not get the Raiders off the field, couldn't make stops when it counted. And unfortunately, right now, the Pats are in a very tough spot. We will break down all of this loss and what it means for the Patriots moving forward. Follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. Locked on Patriots is a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Giants were able to keep their playoff hopes alive with a divisional win over the Commanders on Sunday Night Football. Locked On Commanders and Locked On Giants are in to go over what all of this means going forward. All right, Commanders fans, we're here at FedEx Field, and Sunday Night Football did not go the way Washington wanted it to go, really, in any way. They drop a 20-12 to decision to the New York Giants, who improved to 8-5-1. Washington now 7-6-1, heading to San Francisco on a short week for the 49ers. This game, not without lost opportunities. The Commanders turned the ball over inside their own five-yard line, sacked fumble, recovery for a touchdown by Kayvon Thibodeau, and then also Taylor Heineke fumbled right around the Giants' five-yard line, which cost Washington a chance to kick a field goal. But really, it came down to two of the final plays in the final stretch, one where the Washington Commanders thought they had a touchdown uh, that would have potentially put them within two points of tying the game. And that was wiped out by a Terry McLaurin illegal formation penalty, not covering up the right tackle. Also, on a fourth down play, the final play of the game, Taylor Heineke scrambling for his life, trying to find somebody. Nobody was open. Finally found Curtis Samuel in the end zone, heaved it up uh, to him, and Samuel was clearly interfered with. The defender uh, for the Giants had his left arm wrapped around his neck and shoulder beat. 
again, in, entirely clearly before the ball ever arrived, and it should have been defensive pass interference and extended the game. Obviously, it was not called, and the Commanders lose 20 to 12. We'll have more details on the full-length post-game edition of the Locked On Commanders podcast from here at FedEx Field with David Harrison and myself. For now, I'm Chris Russell. Locked On now. The New York Giants returned to their early season roots to muster up a dramatic 20-12 win over the Washington Commanders at FedEx Field in a critical NFC East matchup Sunday night. Hi, everybody. Patricia Trainer reporting. And the Giants did something that they haven't really done since coming out of their Week 9 bye. They played complimentary football. The defense got the first points of the game on a strip sack and scoop and score by rookie outside linebacker Kayvon Thibodeau, and the offense chipped in on an 18-play scoring drive, their longest drive of the season, accumulating in a three-yard touchdown run by running back Saquon Barkley from the Wildcat formation. And when push came to shove with the game literally on the Giants' six-yard line and the commanders having a chance to potentially send the game into overtime, New York's defense rose to the occasion by knocking a pass away intended for receiver Curtis Samuel. Giants quarterback Daniel Jones had another strong outing, finishing 21 of 32 for 160 yards on what was perhaps the biggest stage of his young career, this being a game in prime time that the Giants needed to win. Meanwhile, Saquon Barkley ran for 87 yards on 18 carries, one rushing touchdown, looking more and more like his early season self. The win improves the Giants' record to 8-5-1, but more importantly, it gives them a full game lead over the Commanders, plus the head-to-head tiebreaker. And with the win, the Giants, according to the playoff predictor at 538.com, improved their postseason chances to 87%. Now, with a game coming up next week at Minnesota, if the Giants can win that one, they're all but certain to be in. Their playoff chances improving to 99% per 538 if, again, the Giants can beat Minnesota. For all things New York Giants, keep it here on the Locked on Giants podcast. Jalen Hurts led the Eagles to a franchise record-tying 13th win of the season by running for three touchdowns. He completed 22 of 37 passes for 315 yards. And, of course, the Eagles beated the Bears as well. Locked on Eagles recaps another Philly win. Was it pretty? Absolutely not. But a win is a win in the National Football League. The Philadelphia Eagles win over the Chicago Bears, 25-20, to 20. it was one of those games where everything was going wrong for the Eagles. Jalen Hurts with two interceptions on the day. Miles Sanders chooses the worst time to have his first fumble of the year, but somehow the better team came out on top. At the hands of the defense, the front four got home again. And again, and again for six sacks on Justin Fields. It put the offense in good field position all day long. Jalen Hurts finishes over 300 yards in the air. A.J. Brown, a career-high day in the air. Him and Devontae Smith both going for over 100 yards. And Doug Peterson, Doug Peterson and the Jacksonville Jaguars upset the Dallas Cowboys. The Eagles just need one win in their last three to secure the NFC East and the one seed. Philadelphia Eagles are 13-1. and I'm Gino Camilleri at Lockdown Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. An ugly game all around as the Browns outlasted the Ravens, doing just enough to get the win on Sunday. Locked on Browns and Locked on Ravens have a recap from both sides. Hello, 
Cleveland Browns fans, Jeff Lloyd, host of the Locked On Browns podcast. Big victory today for you, Cleveland Browns, at home against the Baltimore Ravens. Yes, no Lamar Jackson, but yes, still a quality victory. You got Deshaun into action. Nick Chubb with a big day. Donovan Peoples-Jones, a great call from the coaching staff, running him out of the backfield. He catches the ball, avoids the tacklers, finds pay dirt. Defensive side of the ball, got after Tyler Huntley late, rattled him kind of all day. Yes, the run defense has been an issue. We all know it's been an issue. Denzel Ward, active again. One interception. Should have had two. Special teams, Cade York. We're going to need these kicks. I ain't going to lie. We're going to need them. But you got two turnovers, and you got a blocked field goal from Jordan Elliott. Something you do not see normally from this Browns defense and special teams. Make sure you are following or subscribe to the Lockdown Browns podcast on YouTube, on Roku, and wherever you get your podcast. Let's go Browns. The Baltimore Ravens suffer an embarrassing defeat in Week 15 to the Cleveland Browns. I'm Kevin Ostrecker, the host of Locked on Ravens. Baltimore loses 13-3 in Cleveland to the Browns, and there are so many questions for Baltimore to answer on the offensive side of the ball. The Ravens rushed for 198 yards throughout the course of this game. J.K. Dobbins averaged 9.6 yards per carry on 13 carries. Gus Edwards, 7.9 yards per carry on 7 carries. But Baltimore elects to throw the football 30 times with Tyler Huntley for an average of 3.8 yards per pass when the run game was working for them and so many things happened on offense for the Ravens poor play calling poor execution missed opportunities missed field goals penalties on defense you have injuries to Marcus Peters and Clayus Campbell and the defense only allowed 13 points to the Browns but with Baltimore only scoring three that defensive performance was not enough Baltimore now falls to nine and five they're now three and one in their division and they now go back home to play the Atlanta Falcons in a week 15 matchup that suddenly has a lot more meaning and the Ravens will hopefully be getting Lamar Jackson back for that contest someone who the Ravens miss in very bad ways right now for more on the Ravens and this week 15 loss to Cleveland be sure to follow the Lockdown Ravens podcast and subscribe on YouTube part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. The Miami Dolphins froze up in snowy Buffalo on Saturdays. The Bills clinched their playoff spot with the three-point win. Locked on Dolphins talks about what went wrong. The Miami Dolphins fell to 8-6 and six with a Week 15 defeat at the hands of the Buffalo Bills by a score of 32-29. The Dolphins bounced back from two very difficult weeks of offensive performance to post over 400 yards. Just the second team this season to post over 400 yards against the Buffalo Bills. And posting the second highest point total against the Buffalo Bills defense as well. Despite the frigid cold and the snow down the stretch, Miami found their legs on offense thanks to the running game and running back Raheem Mostert, but it was not quite enough, leaving the Dolphins in precarious position with three weeks left to play. They must win two of their final three games to punch their ticket to the postseason. A historic comeback for the Minnesota Vikings on Saturday allowed Minnesota to clinch the NFC North in a very dramatic fashion. Locked on Colts and Locked on Vikings go over one of the best games of the weekend. So, the Vikings did. I can't figure out what to say. I cannot figure out what to say about the Vikings completing the most historic, the, the best comeback of all time. 
This is history. This is in the record books. 33 to nothing at halftime. No team has ever come back from it. The Vikings win 39-36. Overtime buzzer-beating field goal by Greg Joseph is what seals it. The Vikings got absolutely shellacked in the first half. It was a catastrophe. They had a pick six, a punt block returned for a touchdown. They got two first downs in the first half. It was terrible. It was awful. It was the worst the Vikings have played all season. And yeah, I'm including that 40 to three Dallas game. This was worse than that. And then they get into halftime. Kevin O'Connell or Patrick Peterson, maybe both unclear, says, hey, we just need five touchdowns. And that's it. They just went out and did it. Five touchdowns and a two point conversion to tie the game at 36 and then go down and win in overtime on their second attempt to do that. So the defense needed to get a stop in overtime as well. There is so much to talk about in this game. I want to highlight KJ Osborne's incredible game, but all of the skill players had their moments. Kirk Cousins, four touchdowns in the clutch. The most incredible fourth quarter comeback in a year filled with fourth quarter comebacks for him. Uh, check out the Locked On Vikings podcast. I don't know. It'll be about an hour and a half long because we have to, so much to talk about. <laughs> Come listen to the Locked On Vikings podcast for more on this incredible comeback, clinching the NFC North Skull Vikings. The Indianapolis Colts are now officially on the wrong side of NFL history as they fall 39 to 36 to the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota. This is Zach Hicks of Locked On Colts podcast. And holy crap, guys, what was that game? The Indianapolis Colts jumped out to a 33 to nothing lead in the first half against the Minnesota Vikings. And then it all went downhill from there. They just were absolutely dominating the second half. The Colts offense was lifeless. The Colts defense couldn't get anything going. And as a result, they blew a 33-point lead in the NFL as the Minnesota Vikings came crawling back to win the game in overtime. So, yeah, uh, I don't really have much more to say. That's just kind of indicative of what this whole season has been for the Colts, and uh, we kind of saw it all here on Saturday. So for more on uh, you know this game and kind of where the Colts go from here, make sure you guys stay tuned to Locked On Colts Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Coming up, Jacksonville pulling off another upset. This is Locked On Game to Game NFL. Today's edition of Game to Game is brought to you by Prize Picks, the super simple way to play daily fantasy sports. What you do is you pick two to five players. If they score more or less than their Prize Picks projections, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. You're not competing against anybody else, just against those projections. So what you do is download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time you can receive a 100% instant deposit match of up to $100 if you use the promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, PrizePix is going to give you $100. If you deposit $50, PrizePix will give you $50. So don't forget to put that promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100. Welcome back. You were listening to Locked On Game to Game NFL. I'm your host, Kanani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Rayshon Jenkins intercepted Dak Prescott's tipped pass in overtime, returned it for touchdown, gave the Jags a win over the Cowboys. Both Locked On Jags and Locked On Cowboys recapped that upset win for Jacksonville. Pandemonium. That's how I describe it. The Jacksonville Jaguars rallied back from a 27 to 10 deficit to force overtime at 34-34 and then in overtime. Tip drill, tip ball, Rayshon Jenkins raced back for a touchdown. Walk off, pick six, and the Jaguars win 40-34 against the Dallas Cowboys. I told everybody who listened, Jaguars ain't no punk. You come in here and play around too long, you're going to take a whooping with you when you leave. The Jacksonville Jaguars are trying to make a playoff run 
And they started that today with a thrilling victory, probably a franchise-changing victory over the hot Dallas Cowboys. 40 to 34, make sure you check me out every single day on Locked On Jaguars. I am Tony Wiggins, and it's your team every day. The Jags will celebrate another victory Monday. The Dallas Cowboys lose a heartbreaker in overtime to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hi, I'm Landon McCool with the Locked On Cowboys podcast. And the Dallas Cowboys, after scraping by against the Houston Texans and hoping that would be a wake-up call for them, lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville in overtime, 40-34, to on a heartbreaking pick six that Dak threw that clanked off the hands of Noah Brown and was returned for a touchdown. The Cowboys played a pretty good first half, so this wasn't a case like it had been in previous games where they were unable to get started early and were able to kind of pull things out in the end. If anything, it was a little bit of the opposite. They played well early. They were able to establish a 17-point lead. And then a, a series of bumbling moments that led to about 14 points in less than three minutes uh, in the third quarter really turned the, the hopes of the game around. An inability by the Dallas to kind of close the game out when they scored late. And then, unfortunately, the pick six that went the opposite way that sealed the, gate, the fate for the Cowboys. So what does this mean for them? Well, the Cowboys next week play the Philadelphia Eagles, a game that many people have had circled and been looking forward to that happens on New Year's Eve. So the Cowboys have a chance for a little bit of redemption, but unfortunately due to this loss, they likely are out of the first seed in the NFC East race as they would have to beat the Philadelphia Eagles and hope the Eagles lose the rest of the way. For more on the Cowboys, make sure you check us out on the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Lions beat the Jets after Jared Goff threw a 51-yard touchdown pass to take the lead, and the Jets missed a potential game-tying field goal as time expired. Locked on Jets tells you how New York let the win slip away. The Jets' playoff hopes take an enormous hit in a loss to the Detroit Lions. I'm John, the host of Locked on Jets, and the Jets fell to 7-7 seven and seven on Sunday as they were defeated by the Detroit Lions 20-17 in the Meadowlands. The Jets' record falls to 7-7. They are now on a three-game losing streak. They entered December 7-4. They are now 7-7. And this was a loss that greatly hurts their chances of ending their 11-year playoff drought. It was a game where the Jets failed in all three phases. They allowed a punt return for a touchdown early. Zach Wilson fell into a bad slump in the second half. He missed a lot of easy throws. The Jets could not get their run game going whatsoever. And despite... An overall pretty solid defensive performance. The defense had its worst breakdown at the worst possible moment as the Jets allowed a 51-yard touchdown on a completely busted coverage right after the two-minute warning in the fourth quarter on a fourth down play where if the Jets had gotten a stop, it would have essentially ended the game and given them a victory. The Jets now need to find a way to recover because they have a short week coming up against Jacksonville and their playoff hopes are very much on life support. For more on the Jets, tune into the Locked On Jets podcast every Monday through Friday, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Kansas City Chiefs and their fans celebrated winning the AFC West after a seventh straight season after they outlasted the Houston Texans in overtime on Sunday. Houston put up a good fight, though, and Locked On Texans recaps that close result. Another heartbreaking defeat for the Houston Texans for the second week in a row. I'm Cody Davis, one half of the Locked On Texans podcast. You might be thinking to yourself, Cody, why are you so upset? You should have known the Houston Texans were going to lose this game. And I did. But for the second week in a row, we had false hope here in the city of Houston. And there was a brief moment 
when Davis Mills would have been the hero of this game, but he fumbled at the very last minute. The Houston Texans fall to 1-12-1, following their 30-24 defeat to the Kansas City Chiefs in overtime. For more on this heartbreaking loss and why I'm looking so sad, please be sure to check out the latest installment of Locked On Texans. The Saints beat the Falcons as Andy Dalton and Taysom Hill combined for three touchdown passes and Atlanta rookie quarterback Desmond Ritter lost his debut start. The Locked On hosts for both teams review the quarterback's performances. The New Orleans Saints not down for the count yet. Also, not necessarily out of the woods yet either. But hey, sweeping the Atlanta Falcons, always a good time here in New Orleans. I'm Ross Jackson, host of the Locked On Saints podcast. Yes, the New Orleans Saints have two of their five wins this season against the hated rival Atlanta Falcons, sweeping their division rival here in the 2022 NFL season. So while things have been a bit disappointing here in New Orleans, we are talking about the fifth win here in Week 15 on the season. There's still a reason to learn how to lose gracefully and win with all the pettiness in the world. And that's exactly what the New Orleans Saints are happy to do and New Orleans Saints fans are happy to see. A little bit, some some steps forward for the New Orleans Saints on the offensive side, running their offense through key guys like Juwan Johnson, Chris, uh, Chris, Chris Richard, Chris Olave, as well as Rashid Shahid, figuring out a little bit more about how to utilize Alvin Kamara, but still more steps to take forward if they want to continue to make waves here at the end of the season. Pete Werner, their starting linebacker, said that they were going to go 4-0 and from this point on before this game. Andy Dalton after the game saying got one win, three more left to get this season. Can the New Orleans Saints do it? We'll find out, but they did take some steps forward today, although still some concerns to fix as well. You want to hear more about what they need to fix, as well as more about the steps they can continue to build on. Locked on Saints is the place for you. Part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. The Falcons fall short in their comeback against the Saints in Week 15. I'm Aaron Freeman, host of Locked on Falcons. It was a rocky season debut for Falcons rookie quarterback Desmond Ritter, who finished 13 of 26 for 97 yards passing in a 21 to 18 loss to the Saints in week 15. The Falcons and Ritter, however, did battle back after falling into a 14 nothing deficit in the first seven minutes of the game. They had a chance to potentially tie the game or take the lead late with Ritter hitting uh, open Drake London on a fourth and five over the middle. But the Falcons rookie receiver coughed the ball up in Saints territory with 203 left on the game clock and will be wondering what could have been from an up and down day for both of those Falcons rookies and Ritter in London. But a third Falcons rookie on offense did actually shine in this game with running back Tyler Algiers, 139 yards rushing, lifting the Falcons to a season high 231 yards rushing on the ground. Unfortunately, though, it was not enough as the Falcons did not get enough help in addition to the rushing offense from the other phases of the game. For more coverage of this Week 15 loss, as well as how the Falcons respond, make sure you follow Locked On Falcons, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Backup QB Brett Rippian led the Broncos to a victory over the Cardinals with the help of a strong Denver defense and rushing touchdowns from Latavius Murray and Marlon Mack. Locked On Broncos goes over the final. 
The Denver Broncos rally in the second half. 21 unanswered points to win against the Arizona Cardinals. Led by Justin Simmons' two interception performance and Latavius Murray's big day on the ground. I'm Cody Orcosta, locked on Broncos. In a battle between two banged up football teams, the Broncos prevail in the second half, scoring 21 unanswered points. Led by Brett Rippon, finding Eric Tomlinson for a touchdown. Latavius Murray, 130 yards on the ground for the day for the Broncos. A strong emphasis after Brett Rippon was sacked six times in the first half. He only gets sacked one more time in the second half. The Broncos rally for a big-time win. Justin Simmons snagging two interceptions, which gives him five on the year, making it three consecutive seasons of five interceptions for Justin Simmons. He is 26 now on his career. The Broncos, they improved to 4-10. and Check out the Lockdown Broncos postgame report, free and available everywhere. You get your podcast in audio format or whether you watch on YouTube. Joe Burrow and the Bengals beat the Buccaneers, getting their sixth straight win with Joe Burrow throwing for four touchdowns in the second half to rally from a 17-0 deficit. Both teams still lead their divisions, so the locked-on hosts for both teams have playoff runs to think about when looking at these results. It was a tale of two halves in Tampa Bay for the Cincinnati Bengals. They were down 17-3 at halftime and come back to win emphatically. I'm Jake Lisko from the Locked On Bengals podcast. And on Sunday afternoon and evening in Tampa Bay, it was a rough start for the Cincinnati Bengals with an interception off of a tipped pass again, plaguing Joe Burrow on the first drive of the game into three straight three and outs. While meanwhile, Tampa's offense was moving the ball and scoring points to the tune of a 17-0 lead, a lead so big that Tom Brady in his long, long career has never blown a 17-point lead at home. Until today, the Bengals came roaring back in the second half, taking advantage of takeaways with many drives starting deep in Tampa territory or at least inside Tampa territory and converting most of those chances. After starting the game 0 for 4 in scoring drives, they finished the game six of their last seven drives scoring points to ISIS one. That's 31 second half points, a 31 Sorry, 34-0 to zero run in this game for the Cincinnati Bengals on the way to a 34-23 to 23 victory after being down 17-0 in the first half. For more of the Cincinnati Bengals' big win to get to 10-4, and four, make sure you check out the Locked On Bengals podcast where we have you covered every day on the Locked On Podcast Network. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers completely implode against the Cincinnati Bengals. This is James Yarko from the Locked On Bucks podcast and after going up 17 to nothing in the first half, the Buccaneers turned the ball over five times on five consecutive possessions, including four turnovers by Tom Brady. The first time he's had a four, a four turnover game in the regular season since 2011. It allowed the Bengals to start with the ball in Bucks territory numerous times to open the second half and score 34 unanswered points the Buccaneers still have the inside track to winning the NFC South with the Cardinals the Falcons and the Panthers still remaining on the schedule to round out the season for more on this and all things Buccaneers check out my co-host David Harrison and I on the Locked On Bucks podcast five days a week right here on the Locked On Podcast Network your team every day 
That's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Game to Game NFL. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Make sure you are subscribed to Locked On NFL and your favorite teams, Locked On Podcast, both on YouTube and wherever you download your podcasts from. I'm Kenani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.